Okay, boys, take one. That should have been our thing the whole time, right? I like it. All right, well, this is the Beach Boys, boys, and we're listening to the Beach Boys, not the Beach Boys, boys, in studio. While we're in studio, are you confused yet, PJ? Yeah. You didn't yeah. do our intro. I'm really loud in our phones. Yeah. In my phones. Yeah, you know, I feel like, oh, now I can't hear myself at all. <laughs> PJ, I was about to say that to you. Yeah. You look like George Washington right now. I never told no lies. Did you know that he chopped down that cherry tree? Oh, same story. Shit. Did you know that he uh, crossed, um, crossed the... the the Delaware River. Will you turn this off? This sounds like what? fucking garbage behind us. I don't know what you're talking about. I love it. It's our favorite recording session, PJ. That's a fair point. Yeah. I'm ve- this week has started so abruptly because it's a different intro. And what you do you mean it started abruptly? Oh, you, you, you changed the song, for one. And for two, you didn't do your regular intro. Well, I changed it to the song it should have been all along, to be fair. Okay, but you didn't okay. do your intro. Oh, okay. I'll do th- Wait. Okay, I gotta turn this Don't off because this recording. is audio. What? F- fucking no, garbage. It, hell, it's great. I love it, but it's not over. It's got 28 seconds left. We don't need to play the Leave whole song. I'm gonna turn it up on my thing. Uh, but it doesn't really do anything. Mine overrides. <laughs> yeah, yours yeah. overrides mine. <laughs> PJ is a cruel, cruel man for giving me a dial that doesn't do fucking shit. It does stuff <laughs> when I want it to. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you allow me to control, you're like the damn driver's ed teacher. With the brake on your side. With the chicken brake, yeah. Where I can just... Why do they call it that? I don't know. Is that what you use when you play when you chicken? F- when you feel chicken. You have a second in the passenger seat who's like, I'm going to hit the brake pedal when I feel like the brake pedal should go. Yeah. Song's over now. Now we're on the real song. First time I listened to this record, I definitely thought the last song was still part of that studio thing. Yeah. And that they were going to just start talking again. And then it was, it surprised oh, you this is a full didn't. song. Yeah. I get that. I mean, quote unquote, it's like 145 or something. But yeah. All right. Well, uh, since PJ insists, uh, now it's going to be awkward because there's no music, but that's okay. I'm not the one who changed it up, my dog. No, I know, but you're forcing me to do the intro now without any music. So do you want me to do music behind you? No, because you turned the music off. I can't. I put it back well, up, and then though. talking was confusing, and you singing acapella behind me isn't confusing. I don't think okay, so. Okay, fine. I, you, your dial works now. Okay, though. let's get this clear. My dial has always worked. Well, debatable. That sounds okay. Put on your okay. Wait, no. Let me get it clean. Yeah, actually, that's pretty good. Put put on your your baggies and huaraches too. It's the Beach Boys, boys. The world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group, hosted by our boys, Pete and PJ. There we go. Yeah, there we go. What was that song? The second one that you were singing? Oh, any Beach Boys song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember that one, though. That actually doesn't sound... I No, like, I get the joke you're trying to make, that they, like have a lot of samey sounding song but that doesn't that's the baseline in all of them yeah but i don't know what song that is what song is that um aside from all of them be more louis louis it's definitely not the baseline from actually it might be <laughs> could be okay welcome to the show we're done fucking around at the beginning here uh oh yeah. sorry cursing so much cursing. now we have to put the explicit tag on it and kids can't listen now i realized today that like I'm totally going to send this to my parents, and I totally forgot 
how much at all that I'd probably been cursing in the first few episodes. Yeah. So. Do your parents not, not dig the cursing? No, but they do dig the Beach Boys. So, yeah. so over uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I was with my parents, and my dad was record shopping. Yeah. He's a big record collector. And so he found a copy of Little Deuce Coop, like an original copy, which was kind of impressive because that's an old-ass record yeah. to find in good shape. Um, so he got it, and I was like, ah, oh, cool, fine, Dad. I have to say, really bad Beach Boys record. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. He, he did not have much of a sense of humor about it. It was kind of funny. He was just like, well, I like the Beach Boys. I'm like, I know. I know I like them too, but that's a that's pretty a bad, bad one. He's like, yeah, but it's still, uh, okay. We know because right. we talked about it. I mean, like, I know, but I literally just listened to it, and it sucks. Yeah, it's nice. But he. One of the worst He so is far. much more nostalgic for, like, that kind of Beach Boys, I think, than I am. Yeah. He saw them tour in, like, 73 when they were just doing those hits, I believe. And yeah. so, like that's that's what he grew up with even though he wasn't really alive during that time yeah i will not send this to my parents but uh oh yeah they don't like you or anything you're interested in uh my dad we were talking over thanksgiving (laughs) yeah pretty much uh we were talking over thanksgiving and my dad was like yeah i don't really like the beach boys either even though in the first episode i talked about how we would always talk about how much better the beach boys were than the (laughs) beatles he was just like yeah no like pet sounds is a good album um I don't really like anything else. And I was like, Dad, this is exactly how I feel about the Beach Boys. Why have we never actually <laughs> talked about this? Um, well, I'm glad that you got to bond with your dad. It wasn't really so bonding. Nice. It was. I was like, start a Beach Boys podcast with my mm. friend Peter. He's just like, thought you didn't like him. I was like, I don't. Me. Like, why are you? Or the band. Both. Yeah. 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 Your I mean, family hates. Me. I feel I the same why. way about the Beach Boys that I feel about you. Is I don't really like you, but you're cool for like a year. I feel the same way I feel about the Beach Boys that I feel about you in that I think there's some good parts and bad parts, but overall, uh, I just really like your sweet harmonies, PJ. <laughs> well, thank you, Pete. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, did you hear me saying Surfer Girl earlier? I was printing it. Yeah. 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 That was that, was that song. That's the song you were singing. Well, at first I was. And then I started Sorry, doing I just, a different bass I forget. Line. Oh, but, but I forget. Like, I don't really know Beach Boys songs. Yeah. So. We, we've got a pretty good charade going on. <laughs> Let's not fuck it up now. If only everyone out there knew all I was doing was just playing songs off of my iTunes for the first time yeah. and then coming up with an yeah. instant snap reaction to them. Yeah, just reading off Wikipedia the whole yeah. time. Just all the Pitchfork reviews of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the re-releases. Yeah. Which, actually, I actually don't know if that exists. That's a good question. What did Pitchfork give their first record? <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a thing they would give a 10.0 because of, like, seven. historical yeah. importance, but is not actually good. It, it's really a point seven. Let's look up the Beach Boys on Pitchfork. 11 reviews. Also, kind of how oh, bullshit is is their rating system that they do points in it? Cause it's why because not just it's do an it, amalgamation of a bunch of things. Why not just do it 0 out of 100 instead of out of 10 and then have decimals? Yeah. Well, yeah. why don't you become the editor at Pitchfork, PJ? I'm pretty sure I do the an The only okay job. ones – okay, shut up. The only ones that they have reviewed are <laughs> – Motherfucker. <laughs> They've only reviewed later records. They have not reviewed any. Well, that makes sense. The earliest stuff you're they've saying reviewed, that like it's outrageous. It the makes only stuff sense. they the only the only st- what what your damn cat's trying to get my yes big boy okay right. well he wanted you to shut the fuck up as he much was, as I did no he was pawing in my arm he wants attention 
You're the nicest to ask for attention, though. So my cat, which is recently deceased, was just an asshole. And hanging out with yours is like a revelation to how nice cats can okay, be. Okay, so... I had no idea. Some, a little now backstory. Now I know why people... <laughs> what? Um, Peter... Uh, Put a pin a in the picture. F- a few thing, weeks apparently. ago, yeah, I don't give a shit about that right now. Oh, a few boy. weeks ago, met my cats and was like, right. "Oh man, your cats are so cool." They're Mine so ran nice. away a little bit ago, and I wasn't that mad about it. But no. now I understand he's dead. He is straight up dead and buried in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Peter? Come after us. <laughs> okay, what? How did yeah. you find out he was dead? Uh, because I found his dead body. <laughs> Where was he? Outside. Outside? Yeah, yeah. Like he, near your he house. He ran away. Yeah. And had and had died. It looked you like you do not seem that sad about it, it. Well, I'm not. I'm <laughs> a little bit guilty. I feel a little bit guilty because you that, didn't look for him that hard. In that, yeah, like he ran away, and it was kind of like, damn. But also, not the worst thing in the world if he's just gone. Because yeah. again, he was an asshole. My cat's rule. Like your cat just nicely, like kind of pawed at my arm for a couple seconds, and then got a bunch of attention, and then just walked away when he is done. My cat would have used claws for all of that. <laughs> yeah. And then when you tried to give him attention when he was asking for it, he would run away from you and then get mad at you for like not giving him attention still. Yeah. Anyway. Welcome to the cat cast. Hmm? I said welcome to the cat well, cast. Well, Brian Wilson was really into cats. I don't know if you knew that. But... The musical? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he that was one of his main inspirations. Just loves... That was one of the Beach Boys' main inspirations yeah. for getting back together was that they loved the cats musical. And then Brian, well, so Mike actually said, hang on, what if we made cats but about surfing? <laughs> and then Brian said, okay, and, but what if we and make cars? Yeah, but what if we make cats but about cats? And then Mike said, well, I think that's already been done. <laughs> and on, Brian dude, said, you it. got me. We'll make cats about surfing. <laughs> and that is their comeback record from 1988. Yeah. Is it's, it's secretly, I mean, like, it wasn't really publicized. They didn't do a lot of interviews for yeah. that record, but Kokomo was Brian's cat's name. But it was, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. He was not Mr. Mistopolis. He was Kokomo. Oh, thank God. I had no, I was going to say he really loves earlier and then name a cat from cats. I <laughs> yeah. could not name one. That's the only one I know because. <laughs> It sounds a lot like, um, oh God, whoever Bono, whoever Bono's weird character was from the '90s. Not familiar. Bono, devil character. God, what is it? it starts Bono with an had M. characters. People out there, uh, Mechfisto. <laughs> yeah, in the '90s, um, they're the fucking worst. I hate you too. Okay, Bono has a top ten alter egos on time. Oh no, I actually don't think that he had 10 oh no 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 it's top 10 musician alter egos okay. and mcfisto's on there the only McFisto's person you can pull that off is david bowie I bono has like. two he has mcfisto and i think he has bono. the fly which oh. is the name of the fly song mm. and it was basically just like and, a leather and jacket david cronenberg to do all of his makeup <laughs> it was just that was the two in the music video because it was really upsetting yeah well also, for new listeners, welcome to the Beach Boys podcast, where we talk about the Beach Boys and only the Beach Boys, the world's preeminent surf rock group. So, Bono, like in the Fly video from Octoon Baby, yeah, put on your baggies and Rachis too. We're talking Bono. <laughs> he wore like a leather jacket and like those weird, like, they kind of look like Lou Reed glasses, where they're like the kind of plasticky yeah. black glasses that are a little bug eye looking. Yeah, I know what you're. Yeah. And so, 
I don't think he made it a character, but then that video like became really popular. And then on tour, he would like go change into that outfit halfway through, Ugh. and it would be like his cool rock star character, which shows how much of a fucking dad Bono was even in 1992. I I really don't like you too and then hearing stories about bono is just Dude, like yeah so. i'm really okay, okay with not so this is a too. real thing on that tour on the zoo tv tour they would call the white house live during concerts and prank call them when he was doing mcfisto who's supposed to be like a Ugh. devil character yeah he's like the prank devil what year guy. was this in like 92 93 they so would he's just prank. pranking Clinton? So they would call, like, the main White House number, and he'd be like, can I speak to the president? And shit. And then, like, prank call them. But live on stage, <laughs> which, honestly, I'm impressed that they had, like, that technology. And that seems like it would song, be tough to pull off. This is musical poison. <laughs> yeah, they're famous really hit. sucks. Katorse. Uh, <laughs> so Pitchfork has only reviewed the singles collection yeah. from 62 to 65 that's the earliest stuff they've reviewed i don't think that's that i think that is weird though because pitchfork pretty commonly reviews older albums. like re-releases yeah. yeah and so if the beach boys the beach boys have come out with re-releases but i know that's what not, i listen to just uh, not any for these albums great just not any yeah. that pitchfork reviewed. i really preferred the the studio to the mono i yeah. think it sounded a lot better i think you just stereo no <laughs> The studio versions were better than the mono versions. Yeah, yeah. I was. I know I what I'm it. talking about, Peter. Okay. Just sonically. Is this AS? Is, is this? Oh, this. Sonically, this. This, so this, much this is the ASMR portion of the episode. I can't do that actually. You can't talk. Squat. You just barely have to use any air. You're really good at it, and I I can't. I were, pull it off. I was an intern for NPR. My <laughs> my voice is just naturally so obnoxious <laughs> yeah. that it's hard for me to do anything. You're just else. so abrasive. I'm just so abrasive all the time. You could be a, you could be on Fox News. Hmm. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> all right. Sick burn. <laughs> okay. So um. Oh, you're getting up to go to the kitchen. Uh, can I get some? Can I get some ice? for that burn oh okay i i was like That's, I'm people not... don't usually do that to themselves when they get burned yeah <laughs> it's it's sort of i i can see why you were thrown off it's very rarely for the burnee to ask for ice yeah, i had to i had to think usually uh, you have to offer also, uh vote vote bernie 2016 as the burn um i yeah I was just his, very... his son is still up in my yard his son is in your yard yeah oh shit your cat is very playful <laughs> He is. He's playing with my foot like it's a toy. It's pretty adorable. Is he declawed? No. You know that's unhealthy for cats. <laughs> yeah, that's why the Humane not. Society told me that. I did not know that. I mean, they can't climb shit. There's a fire truck pulling out of the fire station that is quite literally like a hundred feet from PJ's yeah. house. Less than a block for sure. Yeah. Does it? Do you ever listen to songs with sirens in them? And as soon as the siren comes yeah. on, look around a little bit, like I thinking also, something's happening. I listen to headphones a lot when I'm driving, and so anytime there's a siren, that's dangerous. Song, when I'm driving the and illegal, um, when you're driving kids around the trolley at Disneyland. Yeah, that's yeah. so illegal. No, it's fine. Um, we are in Anaheim, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording this one from Anaheim. PJ got a Beach new job, Boys so Boys we Boys live from Anaheim. Yeah, right. We're going to have to, for our penultimate episode, not the last one. I don't know why. The second to last one. <laughs> We're going go to We're gonna go to Hawthorne and find the Wilson family home. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm going to jerk off from Brian's bed. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to ask if they had cats. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Well, just like you did right before we started recording. Well, because that's the distraction yeah. while I go to Brian's room. Because <laughs> it's usually car. roped off. Yeah. Well, it was probably Brian, Dennis, and Carl's room, right? Yeah. Well, Dennis got his own room because it was filled with surfboards. <laughs> that makes sense. He had too many surfboards, so he got his own room. He actually had a bed. His bed was made out of surfboards. <laughs> he, had, he just slept on the surfboards. He didn't even have a room. They just sent him off on the ocean on a surfboard. Yeah, that's right. He, he was in. actually just, he was a beach bum. Yeah, yeah he wanted to Quite call literally. them the beach bums. And they were like, no, that's. That's I mean, just you, you, dog. Yeah, you aren't supposed to be out there. That might draw undue <laughs> attention to your lifestyle. And so they settled on the beach boys. Although later, when they grew up to be men, they really regretted it. Yeah. They wanted watch to your, be. Watch your feet. They wanted to the, be the, the men at the beach. Yeah, well, boys. they tried the Baja men for a hot second. And then left it, yeah. but thankfully that opened the door for yeah. the, really the good backup bomb. Yeah. Man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The party was nice. The party was jumping. Hmm? Hey, yeah. Uh, I don't know that song. What are we talking about? So oh, the today Beach Boys. we're talking about the Beach Boys, the world's preeminent surf rock group. That's uh, what I hear. Which yeah. is the only topic of conversation on this show. We're going to talk about it is, else. The title of the show is the Beach Boys Boys. We are the Beach Boys Boys. And I'm we PJ. only talk about the Beach Boys and the boys in the Beach Boys, namely, Brian. Yeah, I know him. Okay. Do you have? Do you know any other ones? Mm. This is a good test because we're a few episodes in, and you were unfamiliar to start with outside of Brian and you Mike probably Love. knew. Yeah. Dennis. Good job. Carl. Al. Those are the ones I all knew. Those are the only ones who are in the band right now, so you're good. Those are the ones I know. Those are the ones I knew before we started the podcast. That's a perfect, and those are the and those only are, ones. You are those need the to Pet Sounds ones degree. as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's their that's probably why I know them. Most famous lineup. It's probably the lineup people consider when they like think of the Beach Boys. It is Boys. the true Beach yeah. Boys lineup. Okay. Every other lineup was due to certain band members not Going being to able to be school. present. <laughs> This is a perfect segue because today we're talking about their two 1964 albums, not the Christmas album. It'll be a separate episode. Calm down, listeners. God. We know it was released in 1964. We've heard your tweets. We've gotten your emails. Could we you understand. Just shut the fuck up for it's like a be... second. Be cool for like a minute, dog. Me or the listeners? The listeners. Oh, okay. Thank you. I, was like, I thought we were on the same <laughs> side here. And then all of a sudden you sold me out. You were going to take their side on this. No, but it's we understand that it was released this same year, but we're doing a special holiday episode. Yeah. Ever notice that it's uh, November already? (laughs) It's almost over, though. Yeah. By the time this episode is out, it'll be probably December. You're right. I was thinking the first episode will probably go out in November. Almost all of the episodes will be out in December. We're going to release all the episodes in November. We're going to release all the episodes in one week. So you just have to portion them out week by week on your own. (laughs) Or you can binge them. Yeah, Netflix the binge Beach Boys binge mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you listen to them at double so the speed. So today, all right. So today, we're it's time for business, PJ. I have decided. Beach Boys business? Today, Boys we're Boys listening business. to, well, the business of the Beach Boys is an interesting question. Because now, man, Who's they're manager? sort of a brand. Who is taking care of their assets? But right now, I have no Murray, idea. I bet. But I bet no. It was Murray. Murray gets fired this year. Good. Yeah. That guy was a dick. Remember when he bullied a 16-year-old until he wasn't in the band anymore? Remember when he popped out his fake eyeball and forced Mike to eat it? <laughs> <laughs> studio studio spat goes wrong. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so today we're talking about the year of 1964 and the, their two albums. Shut down. Just turn your mic off for a second. Shut down volume two and all summer long. 
and these are some we are getting into some real classics territory with the beach boys here uh peter and i were discussing this before we started rolling which was a mistake not rolling recording i guess yeah we don't talk outside of these recording sessions as you can tell given that we've just spent like 40 minutes (laughs) talking about nothing um up to and including my dead cat in a fire truck And jerking off. Brian hey, that's at least Beach bedroom. Boys related. Yeah, that's I think fair. that's forgivable. Um, all in all, but this is the end of their bad period. Is what Peter was going to say. That's that, what we're calling yeah. it. By 1965, they're solidly in the "we're a good band now" period. For whereas now they're at least still like 30 percent a bad band. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Especially on some of these where it's just like, Yikes. oh, it's okay. We'll get yeah. to it, but. Yeah, so they're they're nearing the end of the bad band period, which we're going to break up. I mean, like, what's fun about the Beach Boys is that they were around for long enough that they will have more than one bad band period. Yeah. They will have more than one good band period, and they will have more than one, like, fun, I guess, but what's going on with this band period? I'm only in this to get to fucking Kokomo, all right? <laughs> that's all I want to talk about. You said second, we had to do all of the yeah, other albums first. That's the second great band period. Yeah, of course. We'll get there. That's the yeah. second masterpiece <laughs> yeah, right. series. Second masterpiece, it goes Heroes and Villains, Kokomo, and those are honestly the the only two singles we're talking about. Did you listen to every master, bro? Of the White Album? Yeah. I listened to the Grey Album, Mm -hmm. which is the Black Album by Jay-Z and the White Album by the Beatles mixed. I think, who did that? Moby? I don't know. Some fucking person I don't care about. Moby's okay. Okay, This is a Beach Boys podcast. I don't know why we're off on this tangent. Surfing. USA. We're back. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, so let's start with Shut Down, Volume 2. It was released in uh, on March 2nd, 1964. I originally had 1954, but that would be way wrong. That's like a decade off. Um, the Beatles or does that come to right the United to States in like seven months. November 3rd, 1963. It's pre-Beatles, or this is post-Beatles. You said this was 64. Yeah. The Beatles came to the United States in '64. In oh well, their first yeah. album was released in. 19- no, I know. November I'm saying 3rd, they came 19- to the U.S. Yeah, in, great. Like, Good for them. Seven months. That's I mean, but when? What day were they on the Ed Sullivan Show? September. The 28th. band. The band heard round the world. That's what people call it, right? I think so. Yeah. I remember that day. You know. Yeah, you're in Brian Wilson's room jerking off. I was in Brian Wilson's room jerking off because there was a sweet. I got. <laughs> I got Cinemax over the air in his room, so I had one hand on the antenna. You didn't pay for it though, so it's still really hand, blurry. Dicking off, yeah. and then dicking off, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I like slipped on the antenna, and then it shot over to the Ed Sullivan show. And mid, who are these kooky lads from Liverpool? Mid, I'm not continuing with this bit. Now I'm really in my head because we talked about my parents potentially listening to this at the beginning. <laughs> And now I cannot handle the right. jerk-off talk. I was also wrong. This was this this album was a month after the Beatles came to the United States. They yeah, that's what I said. February. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was released a month after the, like I said, the month after the Beatles played the Ed Sullivan show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our band members are the five that PJ yeah. said, and this is a big deal. We should actually just label this episode. Al is back. Al is officially a member of the Beach Boys now, and it's so exciting because I don't want to spoil anything, but Al is the best member of the Beach Boys because he is the only one who looks like a human hobgoblin. (laughs) (laughs) And he's also like... And he's a dentist. 
And he's also well. Okay, so I did a bunch of research on that. Couldn't he did find not, out if he graduated. He did not finish dentistry school. <sighs> which, what in the fuck, Al? You I don't left care. the Beach Boys. God damn it! Al. I found a very interesting quote from a an interview with him from a few years ago when he released an album. Okay, I'm just gonna read the quote in full. Basically, it's a couple paragraphs. So he quit the Beach Boys to go back to college and become a dentist. What a goofy deal that was. Brian was very upset with me and couldn't figure out why I made that decision. He finally called me one day and said, will you please come back and help us out? Thinking it over, I replied, you know what? I sure will. <laughs> Which Al is definitely changing history here to make himself yeah. look fucking needed. Because yeah. when has Brian ever been like, God, if only Al was in our group. <laughs> like, was David Marks dropping the ball that much? I don't think so. When you have five singers, you're good. <laughs> Al is not you making you or breaking your studio sessions. Yeah. It was tough. Oh, here we go. It was tough for Brian to write, arrange, and tour. And his dad was constantly on his case. Ugh, teenage problems. I thought I'd give it Murray. one more chance, and it definitely worked out. Murray was a completely overwhelmed father who wasn't cut out to be a dad. What <laughs> goddamn shade? Holy shit. He wasn't prepared for fame, yeah, and he got himself guy. deeper in trouble when he became our manager. Murray was a pretty pissed-off guy having to deal with his ungrateful children. <laughs> ungrateful nephew and ungrateful neighbor in his eyes we didn't earn it i can still picture him complaining about these ungrateful kids they don't even know what it's like to earn an honest day's wages which fucking calm down murray <laughs> he's just a jealous asshole because yeah. he didn't make it in the music industry because he only had one eye yeah well and that they yeah. all had two eyes <laughs> that was actually their eyes. you're right right after that quote al says and then he also couldn't stop ragging on us for having multiple eyes and especially on days where I wore my glasses instead of my contacts, he got pissed that I had four whole eyes. <laughs> and then I told him to okay, fuck off, that Cyclops. Joke, that joke is not worth it. <laughs> I don't think any of the Wilson children had a real job. Makes sense. They're all fucking entitled bitches. I'm probably the only one wait, in the wait, band wait, wait, that wait, 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 wait. Stop for a second then. Huh. How did Brian, if he didn't have a job before any of the albums came out, have enough money to go to a hot dog stand? So... Did you okay? So there was this thing in the. I'm actually surprised that they haven't made a song about it yet because yeah. it's a really like famous thing. Growing up in the '60s in Southern California, nice, nice, bro. <laughs> Growing up in the '60s in Southern California, you would get you'd go to the beach, right? Mm -hmm. You'd go surf on your board, right? You'd throw right. your baggies on. You'd hang out with your little surfer girl. You'd see that sun shining through her blonde hair, and then you'd hit up the hot dog stand. But you would bankroll it all through a weekly allowance, which oh. was sort of a concept that was brought about with the rise of the teenager in the 1950s, post-war. Yeah. when Teenagers during, didn't exist before 1950s. During the baby boom. Well, yeah. true. The concept of a teenager didn't. So anyway, so he you got an allowance. to 20. And so let's just say, for example, a hot dog at a hot dog stand mm -hmm. was a nickel. Let's say it's ten cents. Okay, I was gonna say nickel. That's outrageous. That's good pricing. That I know. So th those are like that's like when you get to the BK like ten nuggets for a dollar, and you just go. Well, the sign here says Is this even ten nuggets for one hundred dollars. <laughs> they should have found their dot. Yeah, <laughs> little. It's like thing. fuck. I'm not gonna buy yeah. those. God damn it, BK. What are you thinking? <laughs> does it does it have a dollar symbol or does it just say one it zero? It says one hundred dollars. That's awesome. Yeah. So, oh, it's all spelled out. There's no numerals. <laughs> it's spelled out O-N-E space H-U-N. Okay. Well, it's a dash, but. Yeah. Oh. A hyphen. I don't think you need a hyphen for that. 100? 
Yeah. I think it's hyphenated. Mm, I don't think so. Mm. So he used his – so say a hot dog was 10 cents. So yeah. the standard for allowances was to take the price of a hot dog, so 10 cents, yeah. and then multiply it by 1,000. Yeah. So 1,000 cents. And so – Which is – Or 100 cents. A dollar? Write in and let me know if that math is wrong. Yeah. So let he would know. give him 1,000 – well, so Murray was a penny pincher in mm-hmm. the literal sense of the word so where he, he would save all of his pennies in a jar. 500 pennies. Well, so he would just count out the pennies for their allowance yeah. and hand them a, a – a sack full of pennies. Yeah. Um, so, and sometimes it was like an old sock that he just filled with pennies. Instead. Uh, well, why, his beaten sock. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, he would hit them. Cause they're first. so ungrateful. They would have to learn. They would have to earn their allowance, not by doing chores, but by being beaten. <laughs> by, by really killing that harmony of, and getting hit Full of a hundred pennies or a yeah. thousand pennies. Which you know, is, I yeah. heard, I heard they learned to sing from just the jingle jangle of those pennies in that sock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just the dulcet tones. Yeah. They could have. I mean, they were off key a lot, though. So that's yeah. what I think made Brian really OCD about everything being on key. That makes sense. That is the weirdest thing about Brian Wilson is that he was obsessed with being on key all the time in this studio. It was yeah. just like, that's off key. What if we were on key? <laughs> what if we just sang it right, guys? And then Mike was like, cool it with us on key, off key shit. God, what do you think? We are musicians? You fucking asshole. I know. Well, it split up the band eventually. Yeah. That's how Dennis died. <laughs> He was so sick of the on-key, off-key. I heard before he drowned, he was yelling about it. So I'll okay. sing off-key if I want to, goddammit. And then so, it sounded like this. So Al Jardine had a... <laughs> so Al had a job working in a chemist lab as a paint chemist as a summer job where he mixed paint. So You but need I, a chemist job? Like, you need to be a chemist to do that? But I don't understand what has to what that has to do with dentistry this is a really bad quote actually because he basically doesn't finish any thoughts and the interviewer does not follow up so you just get like four snippets with no endings to whatever his story was but al is back and this is the first record where they are starting to feel quote unquote threatened by the british invasion yeah of groups like the mersey beats the kinks the animals zeppelin the rolling stones Herman's Hermits. Pink Floyd. Prince. Whatever. Madonna. Bob Dylan's son's band is. The Wallflowers. Sure. The Wallflowers yeah. were huge. So anyway, bands Google like those Bordello. were, yeah, but bands like those were huge at the time or they were taking over America. They called it a British invasion, but it was more like an America L- loves the British d- guys. <laughs> So anyway, so they were starting to feel threatened by it, but um, like it was just putting pressure on Brian to be better, which yeah. will end very well. Brian under pressure just is the best thing for this band. It's my favorite. It queen, only so. results in yeah, well, Brian under pressure. It only results in good things for the Beach Boys. I have yeah. to say. So I'm glad yeah. that it happened. I'm glad that Brian feels like I'm glad he went crazy. The whole world is. I'm glad that yeah. doctor took advantage of me. Me too. We'll get to it. No, I know. Me too. But I'm just saying, like, it's good. It's the best thing that could have happened I to this so. band. Yeah. Is the British invasion happening, and then Brian feeling really pressured to make good music. Yeah. And then it resulting in a mental breakdown, and him basically becoming a certifiably yeah. no. insane person for Any, 30 years. Anything that is ending in a mental breakdown, usually pretty good, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. it got us some of the best music in the world Kokomo. it got us a record that does not exist in smile <laughs> and i don't know about that we're good 
Yeah, that's his lost record. You really don't know. That's I don't not, know about that. Shit. Through this whole podcast, I might continue to be. I was legitimately surprised you didn't know who any of them were when we started. Yeah. And I don't then, know what like, Smile is. Yeah, I yeah, have no idea. That's that like, Uncle Cracker song? That's the lost record. After Pet Sounds, he worked for like eight months without ever leaving the studio on oh, Smile, yeah. and it was supposed to be his like the best record of all time, and then it never came out. For how much I know about literally every other band from the 60s, I don't know shit about the Beach Boys. That's good. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. It's for all the people out there who love the Beach Boys. And me. <laughs> and then for all the people out there who know nothing about the Beach Boys but really enjoy my and PJ's sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, and, we have none of. We're just specifically talking about the Beach also, Boys. And then it's also, right, we're not making jokes. No. Why would we talk about it? We're only talking about the Beach Boys, the world's preeminent surf rock group. Yeah. Grab yeah. your baggies and your slouchy shorts, whatever the fuck yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay, so this is Shutdown Volume 2, which we talked about it last week with the Little Dew Scoop record. Yeah. But Capital or whatever fucking thing they're on, I don't care anymore. All right, so you guys are emailing in that we're, like, making a bunch of, like, small mistakes like that. Like, not caring what label they're on. Not caring who's in the band. Just go fuck yourselves okay. for two seconds. So here's what I'll say. I do care about who's in the band. Because yeah, we already talked important. about that. Yeah. And I really like Al. So obviously Al we're going to track when Al is in and when Al is out of the band. And that's all we'll say. <laughs> is Al in this fails. week? No? Okay. Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but you can just let it go. I don't care what record label they're on i don't care what songs are on each record i don't really care what the album titles are called no although since i'm just reading the wikipedia out loud to you i guess we'll talk about it i don't care if i actually call them the bleach boys who's that oh i get it the bleach okay just that would have been like if they came back in the 90s right (laughs) i get it yeah just they should have called in sync the bleach boys (laughs) Just pull an Elsa and let it go for a fucking second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting on that one for a little bit. Snowman. Do you want to build one? No. Oh, me neither. It's too no, cold out. For I'm kind of a... childish okay, bullshit. Okay, so there were a bunch, a bunch of people today riding their bicycles, but they were not the fat tire bicycles. They were just regular Normal bicycles. Bikes, yeah. And what the hell? I You're going to die. Here in Anaheim. It's very snowy. Right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of snow and ice outside. It was raining with ice on the ground, yeah. which seems like the very worst weather to ride a bicycle in, yep. especially when it's not the fat tire. So for those of you who don't live in beautiful, sunny Anaheim, California, where the weather is always sunny and the girls are always pretty and D- Mickey Mouse is always Where the girls are fat and around. they have big titties. Sure. <laughs> That's that song. <laughs> so in Anaheim... So there's just like serious ice on the ground right now. Yeah. Uh, well, so during winter in Anaheim, when it snows, people pull out fat tire bicycles, which are just regular like mountain bikes, except they have tires. We're not talking that about are, like, beer here, folks. No, that's funny. Thank except you. they're like three inches wide, and they have a bunch of studs on them, so you can ride them through the snow. Yeah, they have and, like, a bunch on of ice. me and Peters on them. Mm. Studs. All right, let's. Stay yeah, on we topic. should st- fucking let's stay on topic. Yeah. So. But, but these weren't even those. No, there there were a lot <laughs> okay. of like normal ass people riding bikes on ice. The problem with doing a podcast is that I have trouble committing to shitty pants. <laughs> I I like them at the beginning, and then about halfway through, I just get a little bored. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Of the fat tire bike, but we are recording from beautiful Anaheim. We can see the ocean from where we are. Yeah, there are surfers out there. 
And also, there's, there's when we start playing that beach music, they go there's crazy. There's people dragging their cars up and down this block outside yeah. of our recording studio. It's amazing. We're just watching people peel out in like old hot rods, yeah. and it's just surprising. It gives the whole episode. Oh, look at look at that girl. She's an air of authenticity. Oh yeah, there she is. Boy, Whoa. sometimes I really do feel like we are in, like, Paradise City. Is that weird to say? Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty it weird just to feels say, like Peter. It. It's pretty weird to say. So, Shutdown Volume Two was released because that was not, by the way, a hard edit cut. I just started talking <laughs> that fast after PJ stuff. Shutdown Volume Two was released because Capital, if that was their record label, <laughs> we'll just assume it is. This is how we got it, it started is on the tangent. For some reason, I was sure that was wrong, and I was just being an idiot. But it's right anyway. I mean, so, Capital released a record with Little Deuce Coop as the lead song on it called shut down and it was just a collection of like generic car songs and then a beach boys song and the beach boys were pissed so pissed that they released two car records to like i don't uh, know make their own money what was the one before this little d scoop which we listened to last last week last week and it sucks shut down volume two for being basically appearing to be the exact same record has maybe zero car songs on it potentially there's one I mean, which one? This car. This car of mine. This oh, that's true. Mine. You're yeah. right. This car of mine is the only car song on it. And the third one is about fucking in a car. Not fucking. I mean, kind of, but not really. Is it- so it's just the weirdest. I don't know why they decided to call it this. I don't know why they do you think like put well, it out like we'll this? hear a little bit of their, their point with little sense of too. humor so do you think maybe it was just their garbage garbage sense of humor <laughs> maybe i think that might have been uh, it. so but in any case this record is basically a lot better than it has any right to be i was really yeah. dreading listening to it and then like two songs in i went oh this is actually going to be pretty good yeah it's fine and then it was pretty good yeah. so we're going to start with the lead song fun 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 We both dance like white dads at a wedding. Especially you. Well, she got her dance Okay, so <laughs> my thing about this song Thoughts already. It's it's a fine song. Uh I believe you mean it's a fun, fun, fun song. <laughs> yeah. This is one of their like big surf hits that I'm not that It's not big. a surf it's song. It's not a surf hit, sorry, it's about It has a car. similar sound, but yeah. it's just no, it's about this lady who drives faster than every it's about a lady. It's about a wild girl, PJ. Yeah. That's what it's about. Wait, there is one part that is perfect. No, it's not. I thought Which it was I there. appreciate. The... Wait, do that closer into the mic. <laughs> oh, it's so much lower for some reason. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know how. Doppler effect. Yeah. But I do. I do, like when I was listening to this, I was like, yeah, the song is fine. And then that part came on, and I was like, yeah. oh, this rules. Yeah. Well, we'll listen for it. It should be soon. I think yeah. I know which part you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, it's after no. the organ solo, oh, which the, is bomb. The organ solo is yeah. fucking dope. Who's we playing, have some who's great playing organ. Is Brian it Brian? Always. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because when he's playing chords on the piano, not very. He's not a talented pianist at this point, but like he is he's good like, on organ. Yeah, it's impressive. Uh, yeah, this is a great song, honestly. Like, it's not like I'm never gonna like force someone to listen to it, yeah. but I would never turn this song off. No. If it just came on at some point, I would always enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's kicking. Yeah. It's probably the best version of their like old rock and roll style yeah. that we've heard at least so far. 
It's the very end, yeah. but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just want to hear it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's close. Oh, is it no. only on the single version? Yeah, it's no, only on the single I version. I listened to the album version earlier and it was on it. Maybe it's or at the beginning. It, no, it's not. It's at the end, but I think it might be the case of our system just drowning out a certain part of the song. Because I know exactly Maybe. what you're talking about. It's but such that a good happened part. last week with that. Was it? It was a different organ solo, and for some reason it was just like buried in the mix. Let's try the single version. There it is, right there. Yeah, that part. That part rules. That part's fucking fire. I'm yeah. such a good. Fun, fun, fun has a lot of good energy to it. It's yeah. just yeah, it is just a good song. You might say it is fun, fun, fun. All right. All so right. don't worry, baby, is next. Okay. We'll listen for a second, and then I'll give you my opinion. We should do a video podcast so people can see our sweet moves. Okay. This is the first song that I think is very well written. Yeah. This song rules. I love this song. I'm so, oh my God. I'm overcome with emotion to hear you say that you love a Beach Boys song. This is, this Uh, means the world to me. Especially because this this is an incredible song. It's so, it is the it, first it's like bear, great um, song, incredible song done. the Beach Boys yeah. put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a good song. It's the first all timer that they have yeah. recorded. No, I I, like, did, I loved it. This is yeah. on the short list of best songs that they've done. Yeah, you know? I would put it in my well. Star this at the know, end of the yeah. show. We're gonna do like a favorite songs, and yeah. then we're gonna rank our albums. And this could be in like a top twenty songs for each I of would, us. I feel like. yeah. For, for right now, I think it's definitely the best song that we've heard. So far, yeah. like on the podcast, but from what I know of the Beach Boys, it's it's up there, like with Pet Sounds. For it's me. so good. it's such a yeah. good song. It really is. So the weird thing though is that it sounds very very similar to oh shit, which song is it? To one of their '80s songs? No, 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 that's our other one. It reminds me so much of Get You Back. Like I think they might have stole a little bit. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. It's the Beach Boys. There's none of that guitar, but doesn't it kind of sound like the exact same song? It's the same harmonies and the same drum beat. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But "Get You Back" is another one of my very favorite Beach Boys songs, even though it's about a guy beating up a woman. So you know. Sometimes whatever. you love that kind of song. Sometimes or sexually you... assaulting. I'm unclear. They're vague in the lyrics of "Get You Back," but he's apologizing for going too far and not doing what she wanted, which you can take a lot of ways. Ooh. But Given that it's Mike Love singing, I'm assuming it's something creepy. Yeah, probably sexual assault. But yeah, don't worry. Have you seen that mustache he's been rocking lately? I am, Yikes. I'm very happy about Don't Worry Baby because I was a little high on some of their earlier stuff, but yeah. I went back and looked through my notes. There's definitely not. Don't Worry Baby is the first It, it is the first great song. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we should just turn the episode off right yeah. now because I'm so happy. You're only going to hate. All right, so now we have to go to In the Parking Lot. <laughs> The raunchiest song they've done. Uh, wait until we get to the drive-in. <laughs> yeah. I actually did not catch that this was about having sex. It's about making out. Well, I mean, but yeah. You know what the you know, heavy petting. Hello, man in blue. How are it's you? Very upbeat for yeah. a makeout song. This is like so. My, I have a theory that um, the Space Jam soundtrack reordered is the perfect song to like start making out and then buck into because it's like a lot of like slow R&B the jams. The Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah. 
So okay. like, I believe I can fly. So it's got a lot of like getting into it. Okay. And so then once you're in the middle of it, it's like, Welcome to the jam now, everybody. <laughs> to the space jam. And then it like calms back down. And this, maybe if you're if you're heavy petting, this is right before you st start the penetration. I mean, I guess. <laughs> if you say so, man. Also, I, I don't think heavy petting involves any actual sex. I think at the most it's like over the clothes stuff. I guess that would make sense, the term, unless you're right. heavy petting a vagina. I mean, you can do that, but it's over the clothes stuff. I think heavy petting, mm. it Man. ceases to be heavy petting once clothes are off. 60s were boring. You could write in and tell us yeah. <laughs> what, you, what you think. Uh, uh, in the parking lot, it's fine. It's I don't fine. It's just a very generic. All right, so this is Cassius Love oh, okay. versus Sonny Wilson. <laughs> this is the first of the Beach Boys, like, this is a trend for them for, like, two years here where they put, like, in-studio dialogue on their records. No, no, no. This was not in-studio dialogue. This was very clearly scripted. For well, some I know. Arguably, like, all of their in-studio stuff yeah. is scripted. But this is the start of that trend, though. Like, yeah. they're going to do it basically on every record until Pet Sounds now. Yeah. So for the next, like, five or six, they're going to do a little snippet of them, like, hanging out and BSing. Chilling. Yeah. Podcasting. Sure, sure. This is, <laughs> you know, the Beach Boys invented podcasting. That's right. It wasn't serial. So, uh, yeah, this is a song that exists. I don't know why the fuck it's number four on the record. No, shouldn't have Who been four. Who needs to hear this? this? I mean, yeah. Turn this so, up. Let me, let's hear right, this. Right, them right. bullshit. Yeah, come on. A one, a two, a one, two, three. I kind of oh, like that mix with the, like, vocals down. way in the background. It's like the backing vocals. Like, genuinely. Uh, listen, yeah. Mike, with a voice like yours, when you open your mouth, it's a big put-down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking got him. Oh. Yeah, like in Surf and Safari. See, the best part about this is, like, the fake laughter. Yeah. I mean, I guess I sort of appreciate that they, like, yeah. are this willing is, to make fun of themselves. This is exactly what I do to them, though. This is yeah. what I make fun of, all the stuff well, that they're talking about. Well, so, like, about. their self-awareness, I suppose, is worth noting. That they know that they're like, not it's very cool, strong But it's vocally. also just very, it's just, like, both super cringy and then oh, kind of endearing, yeah. but I think only because... This one was... They just sound like such, like, yeah. cute little kids. This one was endearing. The next one we'll talk about... We'll talk oh, about it when we get to it. I actually think the next one is much better. Really? This I one thought, blows. I thought... I mean, they both suck hard, All right. but... So now we're on the warmth of the sun. My one note for this was boring. They're just not good enough musically at this point to do slow ballads. I think they all sound the same when they're as far as their ballads go at this point, and it's just not. There's just not much that. Hooks. There's nothing to grab onto. There's yeah. no melody to hook onto. Yeah. Like the production makes it sound like a much later Beach Boys recording to me. Yeah, it sounds like it could have been like some '67 B side that they threw on an album because they had nothing else. Right, but. In not... terms of the melody, there's not much there. No. But this is apparently Brian's first breakup track. Oh. After his girlfriend broke up with him, so that's cute. But, you know, whatever, Brian. Probably we broke up it. with him after hearing that last track. <laughs> I was like, you guys are such fucking nerds. All right. We get a Dennis lead. Oh, she 
Okay. That, I wrote that down. I asked who's singing leads on this. Dennis. And then I wrote, eh. Oh, no. Dennis is basically, I say, he just, at least a young yeah. Dennis, sounds like a better Mike Love. No, so. It's I, the same tone, except he has like a little bit of edge to his voice in a way Mike doesn't at all. I only wrote, So eh, I like it way more. Because I was confused about who was singing it. I do think that this is Dennis, you said? Yeah. Dennis has the best voice of all of them. 100%. So far, I agree with I, you. So, but yeah. I only don't eh, because it's like... But he was young he enough, I think he just didn't sing for better. a little bit. Because yeah. like when you're 16, your voice is I didn't is sing when flux. I was 16, and now he's sing now. Honestly, I think... I don't know this for sure, but he's like 17 or 18 by the time this record comes out. Yeah. And he didn't sing much before. Like, he only sang background stuff. I think he's getting leads because his voice has finally See, matured to the point where he can just sing a lead. I like his voice. Without but it, it, like, cracking or something. I think they could have written a better song for him to sing lead on. Because eh, it's I just a fine song, but I like his voice He gets better it. chances later. Okay. Yeah. So. I don't think it's. But I, like, song is I just do like Dennis on fine. this one. I do like, De- like, I don't think his voice is eh. I just think the song is eh. But his voice is good. on. Like, well, no, his voice no. isn't great on this. I like his voice generally, though. Yeah. Yeah. So next we have Why Do Fools Fall in Love, which is I the just, Happy Days theme song. I just glanced at and thought it was the song Fools Fall in Love. Yeah. Which is Elvis. a completely different song. No, that's oh. also a completely different. There's a bunch of songs about fools falling in love. Yeah. But there's a Drifter song called Fools Fall in Love. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's the Elvis song about fools falling in love. Yeah. And then there's Why Do Fools Fall in Love. This is, I don't know. This sounds exactly like the Happy Days theme song. So this is Brian was super super influenced obs by uh, Phil Spector here. Yeah, I could hear that. Like the little yeah. clackers in the background and the drums and so like the production is super 1964 and then the like weird doo-wop thing is super 1954 and it's a weird yeah. clash of styles to me. I don't like any of the I think this stuff. is why this kind of sucks. Yeah, I didn't like this song. It would have been better if they just kind of did it straight with the newer production. But they insist on doing the like doo-wop-y. Yeah, I don't I do not care for the doo-wop. Any of their doo-wop stuff I don't like. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But that's that's a decent song. It's just interesting, I think, to hear the production. Yeah. Because it's such a Phil Spector copy, but he's kind of a young producer the wall who's of like sound, if you will. Yeah. We should at This that. is Pom Pom Playgirl. This is important, so be quiet. Is it important? <laughs> uh this is the first Carl lead, I believe. Carl lead vocal. I don't know. It sounds fine. I just wrote it was kind of creepy. Oh, it's very creepy. Yeah. At the end, he says, "Shake it, wave those pom poms yeah. all around." Yeah, that's it's fair. It's very creepy. It's yeah. It was fine being a creep in the sixties. Carl kind of sounds exactly like Mike. Sounds exactly like Mike. Yeah. It's a little weird. You Later, Carl is one of their better singers in like the late sixties. Well, imagine at this, at this point, point he's trying to emulate like the Beach Boy sound, which was Probably. essentially Mike singing. Let's skip to the end and hear. Oh man, the way he does it is so fucking creepy. Ugh, yuck. It's yuck testing. It is creepy. All right. And then next is Keep an Eye on Summer. Okay. I just wrote more of the same. This one's much more interesting than that first one, though, to be fair. It, it is more interesting than the first one. It's then still Warfield the Sun. If somebody put this on, like at a party or something, I would be like, "Why would what? anyone put this on?" I know. Well, first I'd be like, "To get people to go home." <laughs> I hey, it, I am just, a certifiable asshole. Go the fuck home now. You guys all suck. 
yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't care for it. I really, I actually like this one quite a bit. I, um, I'll take all of these old Brian ballads. Like, they're nothing special, but they're all just, like, so nice to listen to, to me. I really like how lush they are, and they're yeah, just, like, I don't know. soft and floaty in a way. But, I think however, maybe if they were produced less. I feel like they're very I kinda, overproduced. I kind of like that about them. I don't like it. Degree, but. Yeah. So, on the other hand, though, are all of these Brian Wilson ballads just written so that their mom had something to listen to on the record? <laughs> Oh, 100%. She didn't yeah, know shit right? about surfing Like, wasn't cars. this exactly just their mom being like, uh, but I don't care about cars, guys. Record something for your mom. And then Brian was like, oh, I'll write a nice ballad oh, Brian, about my s- breakup. You have such a nice voice. Yeah, exactly. Can't you just... Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what this you is. You might be right. Yeah. So, you know, nice try, Brian, but we're not your mom. And Suck get a, it. Get a haircut. I just love <laughs> seeing your face, you know? <laughs> All right, here's Shut Down Part 2. Not Volume 2. Part 2. Yeah. The inconsistency Wait, no, no, no. with naming kills Keep me. Keep it turned up. Because that was the worst transition it's, I've ever fucking heard. I don't heard. know why they had to record that over three years. <laughs> with a three-year difference between the saxophone part and the drum part. Is that what happened? I gotta assume. Why oh, the hell would it was so fucking tape be spliced bad. with a four-second gap between it's those? Also, I love their sax stuff, usually. I hated that. Yeah. It, it didn't sound good. It was the worst transition I've ever you heard. You mean you love Mike Love blowing that horn? Yeah. Saxophone's not a horn. Uh, this is pretty bad. Yeah. Louie Louie. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. I don't like it. You clearly love it. It's just a beat you got to dance to. No, I, uh, I thought they changed the lyrics when I started listening to this. Like that, once you get what? to the verse, yeah. I thought they rewrote the lyrics, and then I realized I just never heard the song with the lyrics intelligible yeah. before. <laughs> I was like, oh, these are just the normal lyrics. This isn't I have just Pharaoh, never Pharaoh. Heard them. Yeah. That's a pretty good joke if you've ever been to a Christian song. Um, Carl I, gets the lead on it, which is cool again. Like, I like that they're spreading that around a little bit more. I do not like the Mike Love part. I don't like that they're doing the riff from the original as a dum dum. Doom, doom. I, it is I, annoying. I do not Apparently, like it. Apparently, according to that liner notes uh, website, Brian, quote unquote, loved Mike Love's like low end voice, which I cannot believe for no. my life. So. That's my least favorite thing <laughs> it, that it Mike Love does. Yeah, this this is pretty bad, but that's yeah. okay. Not a fan. Not a fan. Carl has a pretty good guitar solo on it, though. I remember liking his guitar solo. Let's find it. It sounded probably like the smoothest edit ever, but it just kind of came up when you said, let's find it. So, Like, it's nothing special, but like his instrumental off that last record, oh. it's, like, just surprisingly good for him being, like, 17 years old, yeah. I have to say. Oh, like, man. honestly, like, at this point, they are the biggest band in America, and yeah. so the fact that he's playing the, like, I'm, I am impressed that he's playing those solos for being such a kid. And also, Carl's just still straight up a fat guy at this point. <laughs> Is he? Which, like, but it's, like, uh, baby fat. Like, he's just still hasn't hit puberty. I gotta you know? Google Carl I mean, Wilson. you can see him on the album covers. He's the fat 19. one. I was like, oh, did Brian get fat before I thought? And it's like, no, just Carl didn't grow up until later. 1964. He's very... Well, and he's even large through 65. Like, I don't think he... 
Oh, yep. Looks normal. And then even in 66, he's like a little pudgy, but it's not until like later, later. He has a lot of face. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he, anyway. He looks like, he looks exactly like uh, Brian, but with more yeah, exactly. face. Well, he looks like fat Brian, except yeah. like 10 years younger, which is about right. Yeah. So here's Denny's drums, the last song on this. How old is Dennis at this point? That's a very good question that I will look up real quick. Uh, Dennis is around 20. He's 20, basically. Oh, yeah, I forgot Carl was the... I, for some reason, I was thinking Dennis was the youngest. So Dennis is 20, Carl's like 18. This sounds like any 14-year-old okay, freshman year of a jazz Okay, this really band. sucks, but the next beat is pretty good, actually. This one. It's like an old Like, with the beat. hi-hat going, it's it's not bad. I don't like it still. I, I mean, okay. I cannot... I, I understand why they put it on there with, like... Um, because I imagine Wipeout came out around the same time. Yeah. So I, a, they wanted a drum track. It's a very serviceable, it. be, serviceable beat, but some drummers just don't get solos. Sorry, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> like, we understand why now. Sometimes you're Ringo Starr and you only get one solo and yeah. it kind of sucks. But since it's the only one, it's good. You got to You, you gotta didn't even advantage. make a good one no. <laughs> for your only solo. <laughs> I just uh, imagine I want in the studio them to be recording this. Yeah. And Dennis to be like, yo, but like, let me do a song. Did you hear that fucking beat I did yeah. earlier, Yeah, and he's dog? like, that's pretty cool. Did you get that on tape? And they're like, Dennis, shut up, Dennis. You- we are not putting that goddamn beat on our album. <laughs> and then Dennis fucking cries to Murray, who's not even technically their manager anymore. But he goes and cries to Murray. And then Murray's like, Brian, you got to put Dennis's Brian, song cool. on the record. Do you remember that $10 I gave you for those hot dogs? <laughs> and then, right. And then they're like, fine, but Dennis is a little bitch. And then Denny gets his song on the record, and they're like, it's fine. We'll put it at the end so that no one hears it. Do you, do you think that they named it Denny's Drums because they didn't want to put Dennis because he's being such a little bitch? <laughs> well, that and they were hoping it would just gain some name recognition from yeah. the diner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, when, I, when I listened to the song, I was like, this is the same beat I hear whenever I mean the moon's over my hammy or whatever the fuck that thing is called. All right. You should workshop that before we actually record this episode. Okay, wait. Am so, I gonna clean one of it? No, the... I don't want a clean one. I just want you to work on your jokes before well, I... we record okay. next time. Have okay. these written down. We're I'm reading off a script right now. That one Do you was not understand down. that? I handed you a script with that joke on it and you still fucked it up. Sorry. I'm just saying read it hey, before Peter? we start. Peter. Okay, what? Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, according to that liner notes album, <laughs> this may have been the first drum solo recorded by the by a member of a vocal group. Which, okay, so this liner this liner notes and you can episode, tell this liner notes website is fucking great because they just like they claim every single award the Beach Boy Award yeah. quote unquote the Beach Boys won like first drum solo by a vocal group first concept album first about a car number one album with a band who has a member who's 17 basically 20, like, yeah it's yeah. like okay just give the beach boys all of the records that don't matter <laughs> that's fine i don't know all right what did you think of shutdown volume 2 in terms of a out of 10 rating if it didn't have do you want to compare with the ones we've already done i think i gave you gave surfing usa a 2 2 you gave Surfer Girl a four. Four, yeah. That you gave right. Little Deuce a one, and yeah. you gave Surf and Safari a one. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and I no, there was one more record. No, that was it. No, Surf no, in USA. Surf yeah. in USA. You gave a two. Yeah, we might have already read that one. I think it you doesn't did. fucking matter. 
Um, I would say I'd give it probably a two if it didn't a have two that. What if it if it didn't have what? that second song on it? What? But that's, which second song? Uh, the second, the very second. Don't worry. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay, gotcha. Because that song was good. That song was really good. That like. If you're living, if you're yeah. alive in 1964, which I was, but I wasn't buying records yet. I wasn't old enough to buy records. Yeah, you're. They wouldn't 20, let me in the store. So, yeah. yeah, you had to be 21. Yeah, they thought you were two kids in a trench coat, and they're like, yeah. "We're not." And I this. said, "I'm one kid in a trench coat. I'll open it and show you." But then I forgot that I wasn't wearing clothes underneath, yeah. and it just it didn't go well. No. So I was banned from the record store. So I could never buy it. But if I was gonna buy a record, like that song alone and fun, fun, fun is worth buying the whole record for. And then you just turn it off after side one, which, you know, yeah. you're good. I think I would give Unless it a... you're Brian's mom and then you <laughs> wait for that sweet ballad. <laughs> yeah. And then your your son's drums and you're like, Oh yeah. Kill it, Denny. Nice nice job, Denny. You know you I, pat him on the head. Yeah, I don't know much about drums, but I loved it. Um I'm I'm gonna give it a five. What? The highest rating so far? I mean it makes sense this is the highest but Only... five seems high. Uh, that one song brings it up quite a bit for me. I actually I really, really like that song. I agree with you. I think it is a five out of ten. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, yeah. It's um, I'm not gonna say my favorite album they've go, done so far, but I would say it's it's the best album. It's the best album so far, they've done so far, yeah. but it's still a five out of ten. Yeah, album. still not great. Yeah, true. Okay, so we're gonna do all summer long next. We're gonna take we're gonna take a little break before we get there. Yeah. Uh, so we will see you on the other side of this break. You turn down my music. I turn down my music. And welcome back to the Beach Boys Boys. We're You're back from our break. Oh, I just turned that off hard. It's done. No fade out. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't get a fade out. Fuck off, listeners. Yeah, if maybe you were cooler about Are you guys listening to this show? Get out of here. We don't want you here. We <laughs> hate listeners. Yeah, that's this what is I'm for to Peter say. and I to listen to in no, 20 it's years. Cool. Our, our fan base gets our sense of humor. I've been tweeting with them a lot, and like yeah. they, they get it. It's pretty yeah. fun, actually. Have you seen who we follow on Twitter? I enjoy it. Yeah. Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Nancy Pelosi. It's confusing. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, that's only to send hate mail. Well, hate yeah. Tweets, right. right. Yeah. We just DM her. <laughs> yeah, we ask what her address is so we can send her physical hate mail. And then uh, our other time is spent mostly doxing the Property Brothers. <laughs> I don't even know why. I'm not sure what their political views are or why anyone would want to dox them, but the idea of doxing the Property Brothers is hilarious. So our next album that we're going to talk about is All Summer Long. According to Beach Boys historians, the last record, this marks a serious ending point, the last record that was conceptually about, like, the Southern California ethos of... yeah. Or at least for this era. They go back to it later when they're floundering and fucking yeah. Brian goes insane. But um, Remember when we did all those songs about that uh, that uh, wood on the water? Yeah. What was that called? <laughs> Dennis, you've gone senile. You don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah, I'm going to go hang on the pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go drum. I'm going to go drum. So, um, yeah, which, you know, fine, I guess. I mean, like, that's not true, honestly. Because, so, yeah... But also, 
this is called All Summer Long, and it's about like the feeling of summer. Well, guess what? Next year they have a record called Summer Days and Summer Nights, yeah. which is also about the feeling of summer. And the fucking cover is them on a boat. I don't understand how that's not them. It just it makes no sense. Yeah. The idea that this is them ditching the surf thing. Okay. So and also the guy again. <laughs> Whoever wrote these liner notes. The guy who write that actually I don't think is from the liner notes, but this thing oh, that's, is. Oh, that's that's what I meant. That's just like a general thing that this is supposed to be the end of their quote unquote like surf era, but it's not obviously. Yeah. I mean, it is in that they stop literally writing songs about, song surfing, about surfing. Yeah. But it isn't in that they never stop like the Southern California. They're still. Yeah. Every song of theirs still They're really high off the SoCal vibes. <laughs> it, it just bleeds the like obnoxious, you know, beach vibe. But this is from the uh, liner album, the album liner notes thing, which is maybe the best thing I've read on there so far. It's worth mentioning that the Beach Boys, who have been unfairly stereotyped as a group that only sings car and surf songs, <laughs> rarely recorded another song on either subject after this album. Okay, horseshit. Fuck off. It is not an unfair stereotype if they are quite literally writing songs. About their entire cars career and is based on cars and surfing. Like, how is that an unfair stereotype? It's, it's not like people are like, I think they write an awful lot of songs about surfing. And no, that's their thing. That's <laughs> and what even if have you're you looking seen at any it? of their goddamn album covers, they're holding a fucking surfboard with a car painted on it. Every single one. <laughs> and even if you're looking at it career long, they still they go back to it. They started the band. And became famous on singing songs God about surfing it. in cars. Like, how? This is some bullshit. Who? I just, I oh, think God. this is why you don't like the Beach Boys, is because these are the Beach Boys fans who are like, oh, but people pigeonhole them. And it's like, no, they don't. No, no they don't. That's they, what the band is. People are super accurate about what yeah, the Beach Boys exactly. are, is what it fucking like, is. They get it, oh, and a lot God. of it sucks, and that's why they're unfairly that, stereotyped. That genuinely annoys me yeah, so much. It was awful. I was. God. Who, yeah. wrote the, who wrote the liner notes? Uh, I do not. I looked it up before, but I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I definitely saw it before. Because this is yeah. all... So all these liner notes are from their, like, 90s re-releases when they re-released them all on CD. But they did it, like, in a deluxe version yeah. where they did interviews and stuff for all yeah. the liner notes. It's, it's but unfair I don't to say know that who Surf wrote Safari the, like, essay is parts. actually about surfing. If you look underneath uh, it's the It's really unfair it. to characterize it as just a surfing album because there's so much Because there's also USA. There's songs about safaris. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, so fucking bullshit. Fuck off. I love the Beach Boys, but yes, a that is a key that. part of their whole thing. A dad who was trying to convince his son that music yeah. used to be better wrote that. Unfair stereotype. Fuck Go your fuck shit yourself. out of here. I, all right. I don't know who wrote that, but I hope you're listening. And so you can all go summer fuck long, yourself. the very last record that will ever mention surfing cars or the beach <laughs> starts with the song I Get Around. <laughs> I like this one. I this song is awesome. I, I don't love it. It's not my favorite one, but the, the ooh is getting me. It has, like, probably the best vocal harmonies they've done yet. Yeah. No, this one, so a lot of their harmonies annoy me to no end. I love the high part in this one, and it's the high part that usually I hate, but the... Oh, That's Mike, baby. Yeah. And that little organ interlude is yeah. so good in it's this good. song too. Yeah. I do I yeah. I don't like love and this the song. Claps. But I think it's a good song. Get around is really good, man. It's just propulsive in a way that it's like but the 
the energy of it is coming from the vocals, which yeah. is honestly impressive. Like, it's the first time I feel like they've figured out how to use their vocals yeah. no. to drive a song. Exactly. A lot of which the time makes it's it been so, like, the same 12-bar like blues. Like, Fun, Fun, Fun yeah. is like a propulsive fun song, too, but it's driven by the mu by the instruments. Yeah. This song is a propulsive fun song that would work just as well and be just as energetic with I, no instruments I, to some yeah. degree. I, it, I think it's a fun song for sure. Yeah. And I do, I agree with that. I didn't think about that before, but it is the first song where they've learned to like use their vocals well. It's it's very it's, good. It's, yeah. yeah. And I'm the Beach Boys- I'm kind of changing my mind about it. I kind of love it now. It's great. It's the first number one hit for the Billies. Their yeah. first number one hit. And this was after the Beatles came to the US, you know, we're solidly in the US and the British invasion was underway. They were bombing every major city yeah. with records. Yeah. They were dropping them. Yeah. Was this and when Gnarls Barkley came out? Yeah. It's impressive that this beat Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. That crazy well, song. Crazy is such a good yeah. song. Yeah. Who is that? That's Charles Barkley and then that that guy, um Moby, Not, right? Yeah. It's Moby. Who is, who is the other guy in Gnarls Barkley? Not the same, not CeeLo, but who's the other guy? Danger Mouse. Thank you. Uh, that was an impressive pull for me, by the way. I should have known that. But anyway, so apparently Mick Jagger really liked this song when it came out. And like when he was being interviewed on the yeah. UK, on like some UK radio station, talked it up. And it became a pretty big song there, too. Yeah. It was like we do an impression of him talking it up. Mick Jagger? Yeah. Sure. I'm really good at British voices, especially when I haven't been listening to a British person in a while. So, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> do you want me to give you a starting pitch? I like actually don't know cool. how to get into it without hearing it first. Oh, that guy, he gets oh, yeah. around, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so I'm really into. <laughs> That's, so... That's Australian. Oh, I'm really into the Beach Boys because that's all we do here. No one gives a fuck. But I've been trying to do an Australian accent for like three weeks and cannot do it. Literally can't do it. And then when I'm trying to do a British one, I can only do an Australian accent. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't do Mick Jagger talking about it. I appreciate you trying. Second song all summer long. Weird that this love is that xylophone. Song. That's what I put. I put good marimba. That's the only note I wrote. Oh, is it marimba, not xylophone? It's either. I don't know. It's both. It sounds like wood to me, though, so I yeah. think it's a marimba. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Same shit. I think it's a glockenspiel. It's not a glockenspiel. You're a glockenspiel, bitch. Wow. Sorry. Really aggro. Yeah. I just. I'm really serious about all summer long. Yeah, this one was fine. I didn't it's love it. It's xylophone. Is it a xylophone? It was fine. I don't know. I didn't hate it. Do you want me to ad-lib some trumpet on this, Peter? No, I'm just doing the crank bird oh. to PJ. I didn't even do it right. <laughs> That's what it ended up in. We're obviously paying a lot of attention to this song. Uh, It's fine. No, we're, do we're busy doing our visual bits on this podcast. This song is good. It's just not that catchy again. No. I don't know. This is a song that I feel like is a real Beach Boys like fans' favorite album cut that wasn't a big single. All summer. But I just can't. Yeah. Like, this song has some clout in the community, but I just Does don't. Does it? I, I just, just didn't don't. like it that much. Yeah. It's not for me. However. This is Hushabye. I like this one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is a apparently a thrilling vocal arrangement. <laughs> okay. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. This is a cover too. Oh. By the Mystics. 
<laughs> Did you hear that note? <laughs> Brian was getting choked up. Maybe I only listened to like 10 seconds of this and I was like, I like it. I think that's probably what happened. I did not listen to all these songs all the way through. No, I don't dislike this. This is a good song. I think it's good. Yeah. Wait, what? How do you like this and not like Lula? Or Lana, sorry. Lana. Like, uh, have we listened to Lula yet? No, Lana. Like, this is honestly the same song. Pretty no, much. no, no, no. But it's just Brian Falsetto. But I think he does it better now. Maybe. I don't... I do... Six I, months later. His, his voice was so grating in that other song. And this it one, was I like high, it. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like he didn't... I don't know. Yeah, this song is like... Presumably they've been on tour and made another album in between. I mean, yeah, Brian's so, not on tour anymore because that's why Al came back. Yeah. But. I mean, so they're like getting more talented, obviously. Yeah. And so I think he can that's control it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> song is fine. I don't know. It's fine. I just don't care. I liked it. it. To be I liked honest. it. Yeah. All right, next we have Little Honda, a song that is near and dear to your heart. I do have a Little Honda. You do. 1978. Yeah. CB400. Honestly, I wrote, um, I don't know if I like this or not, um, because I do have a Little Honda, and I think I was just like, yeah. I think I thought it was fine. For what it is, it's very fun and catchy. First motorcycle song. Yeah. True. You've had a little... No, you had a Yamaha. I had a little Suzuki. And a, and a Suzuki. Yeah. My yeah. Yamaha was huge. That's right. It was a... It was thousand. gigantic. 800? No, it was only a 750. 750? I think it was only a 700. Oh, okay. We should get a motorcycle again so we can ride. I would really like one. Yeah. I, I miss it. It's been a couple summers now, and I really miss it. Yeah. Little Hondas... Yeah, it's, it's fun. Like, I dig... I dig it, actually, but it's also just like... I love that they were singing about Hondas at this point in time because this was like when they started to get their like boom of motor. They're still the, yeah. they're the number one producer of uh, motorcycles in the world. In Japan. Right now. <laughs> yeah, in Japan. Um, but like everybody at this point was like, oh, f- f- fuck all those Japanese places. They're not going to be able to yeah. catch up to like all. Well, this was the, a like, direct police. rebuttal yeah. to racist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Did I need to add more syllables into the word racism? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Uh, apparently when they sang this song on TV, they had to change the lyrics to Little Cycle because they were worried about them plugging a specific product. God, that's so dumb. It's like the Kinks Which thing. is insane. That makes no sense. Like, just get fucking Honda to sponsor the episode yeah. of the, whatever it was, like the Ed Sullivan show or the something. The Kinks had Oh, to... the Andy Williams show. Excuse me. The most famous Oof. show. We yeah. talked about Andy Williams last time. Oh my God. Yeah, we yeah. did. Fuck Damn. Andy Williams, I think is our consensus. Sure. Yeah, he's um, a dickhead. The Kinks had to change... The lyrics in Lola from Coca-Cola yeah. to uh, Cherry Cola. To Loca. Only in Britain. Yeah. For some reason. Like, it's yeah. weird that... Well, uh, Coca-Cola isn't in Britain. Did you know that? Yeah. They just have... So people didn't know what it was. They have that fizzy drink, as well, they, they call it. Well, they only have Cherry Coke in yeah. Britain. <laughs> they have Cherry... It's the co- only Cherry Coke they have. Cherry Coke and, uh, and meat-flavored Dr. Pepper. Yeah, well, Cherry Cola's... Uh, an important ingredient in meat pasties. Yeah. And also my favorite porn so, star. Meat pasty. <laughs> cherry. Cherry. Shoot. What? No, we are. Now we're Did recording. you run out of room on your hard drive for our fucking <laughs> bloated talking? No, we got it. Oh, now okay. it's good. So Big Boy decided the cat, yeah, not we've... the rapper. Ugh. I know you're so confused about People it. People on Twitter keep writing us in to be like, 
Dude, is Big Boy is, there? Is you don't Big let him talk on Andre, a mic. Yeah, and we say, no, it's the cats. They're just named after the members of Outcast. Yeah. We wouldn't be stupid enough to not let Big Boy give his thoughts on the Beach Boys. Which is a big point of contention with almost everybody these cats meet. Because they're like, what are right. their names? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, that's dumb. What? And, yeah, nobody likes it. Nobody, call, you're, you are the well, only person Well, to be fair, we are them. in Anaheim, and yeah. California and Atlanta have a big rap beef from, exactly. from the 90s yeah. still. So... I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. All right. So we're back though. Cause big boy walked across the keyboard and turned our recording off. So, you know, I shouldn't have let him do that. So now we have we'll run away a song about getting married from, I don't know. I guess he's technically old enough to get married, but whatever. Brian just really wants, Brian's so ready to get married, man. This was just boring. He's just like sitting there being like, Ugh. I can just get married. I just want to have sex with one person the rest of my life. I just want to get married, yeah. I just want to do what my parents didn't get married and then have kids who they can start a band. I want to have kids at 20. Yeah. Ironically, Brian never gets married. Does he never get married? Uh, No, he does. Okay. <laughs> he definitely gets married. I was going to say, I thought he got married. I don't think that he gets married, though, until, like, way later. If that makes sense. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what doesn't work is looking up just the word Brian on Wikipedia. <laughs> weird yeah isn't that weird i mean my favorite thing about the beatles is that all of them got married and then remarried within like a year yeah well right oh wow he actually got married holy shit in late 1964 yeah um that's what the beatles did like marriages you knew nothing of well no but until 1979 linda mccartney what the hell she stayed with paul for a long time i did not I should probably like read a book about the Beach Boys or something because yeah. I had no idea he was married. I thought he got married after, like in 1990. I thought that was the first time he got married. Well, he definitely got married to that lady, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, he did. But I thought that was his first wife. Like I thought he, you know, saw people, but he didn't yeah. actually. Marie Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Rutherford. Him and JFK. 64. Let's see if she's as hot as all the that Beatles sweet wives. Poon at the same time. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, Brian. I hope, I hope she was funny. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You look at almost any of the Beatles' wives, and it's like, Let's, dang, uh, not Yoko. I know, but even Yoko in 1968, mm, not bad looking, pretty hot. Yeah. Let's. Okay. Oh, I, mean, I mean, obviously, we're only a few episodes in, but this is now going to switch from being a Beach Boys yeah. podcast to a podcast about 60s musicians' wives <laughs> and um, whether they are hot or not. Uh, George Harrison's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wife who left her for Patty, right? Yeah, uh, fucking babe. She was a model, though. To be fair, well, Patty so was Boyd, Paul's B-O-I-D. first. Yeah, yeah. Well, so was Paul's first. Linda wife. McCartney. No, no, no. His first wife or his girlfriend before Linda. Oh, oh, yeah. The one uh, Jane who's, Asher, whose brother Jane Asher yeah, was brother was in um, yeah that one band. No, her brother was no. Her dad was a manager. No, and her brother was, was in a band though. Or was Linda McCartney's dad? A it doesn't. Um, no, yeah, it doesn't Jane matter. Asher, total babe. Although not hot now, apparently. I mean, I mean, she's old. Patty so. Boyd also did not age well. Patty Boyd is a babe. Well, though. they all got plastic surgery in yeah. 1965, so yeah. that didn't end well. <laughs> and all then right. um, George Harrison's second wife was pretty attractive for, sure, for an fine. older lady. So Will Runaway is... Peter Asher. Peter Asher was in a band that was her brother. What was it called? The Ash Can? <laughs> no, it was called Peter and something. Peter and the Ash Can? Uh, he's a British guitarist. And Peter and the... The cigarette. Peter and Gordon. Pete and Gordo. You know, Peter and Gordon. 
No, they recorded songs that Paul McCartney wrote because Paul uh, McCartney lived uh, in their attic. I'm staring at PJ so blankly. It can't be overstated how much I have no idea what he's talking about. It was a band. Was it Gordon Lightfoot? It was Gordon Lightfoot. What? That's where he wrote Peter the Asher and Gordon Elephant. Lightfoot were in a band no. together? That's my new favorite band if I had known about that. Okay. Yeah. So next is Carl's Big Chance, which he squanders. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if this whole song was him never playing guitar. It's weird. That it's Carl's Big <laughs> Chance that he never takes them yeah. up on. It's weird that the parenthetical of this title was yikes. This song goes so long without any guitar. <laughs> he had to work it up so much. It was like he was giving him the finger, like, one second. Yeah, like, okay, keep going, keep going. Like, keep they it, did 20 it. bars before they started this version of the song. And then you keep going in and be like, yeah. Ah, no. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, oh, I'm almost. And he would, like, play one lick and then have to restart. What? Uh. <laughs> and still nothing. Oh, my God. He just needed that break. They stopped for a second, and then he, like, gave him the... No, yeah. no, no, keep going. Not yet, though. And, you know, it's fine. I actually think this is the least impressive guitar he's played so far. Almost any guitar I know before, you, like, 1965, 1966. I know you love awful. shitting on Carl's guitar playing, it's and I like... Bad. And I like putting him... Giving him compliments, because I enjoy his guitar playing, but this is definitely the worst guitar playing oh, Carl it's has done so far. No, Miserloo was bad. Okay, the worst guitar solo he's done so far. Okay. Like, his solo on the last record was very good. I think... Like, the Louie Louie yeah. solo was legitimately good. It was fine. This is legitimately, yeah. like, he looked at a blues tab book <laughs> and learned <laughs> a few just licks. just figuring you know? out while yeah, looking yeah, yeah, at it, yeah. yeah. So, Carl's Big Chance, uh, yeah, squandered. Parentheses. You fucked it up, Yikes. Carl. Yeah. All right, next, Wendy... Before right now, I had high hopes for that song. I really liked the intro. There's already a better song about Wendy. The song Wendy's is my favorite restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. By Outkast. Yeah. Oh my god. We should get Big Boy on the mic to talk about this song. Nah. This, this song's fine, except you know who I just don't give a shit about is Wendy. Yeah, you no, know who could write good songs about women, like just with their name being the title, the Beatles. Yeah. You know who couldn't do that? The fucking Beach Boys. Intel Caroline, no, but that's maybe the only good one. Oh, they Neil have. Diamond then. <laughs> yeah, Wendy oh, is like it's, it's good, but it's not great. Oh, I'm thinking this song. I'm actually weirdly, I loved this album the first few times I listened to it. Now that we're talking about it together, I am. It is falling out of my favor. Like, after I get around, I'm not... I don't think I've enjoyed a song yet. No, it's... Which no. is impressive. Oh, because I'm, I thought this was much better than Shut Down originally. The first couple of No, lessons. I would put this one below Shut Down. Um, I was thinking the song Windy, not Wendy. Because yeah, that song's by amazing. the association. Yeah, yeah Windy is Everyone great. Everyone knows it's Windy. That song rules. Yeah. I did buy a whole association album just for that song. Like, at a you know, used record store. I mean, I would do when that I was on a, the last Beach Boys album. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's coughing during the organ solo. That's what we're waiting to hear. Oh, is that what I didn't know. I was like, but it might have already playing? happened. <laughs> I just don't give a shit about this song. I just don't like it. Wendy's just a bad name to make a song about. God, that drum fill is awful. We might have missed the organ solo. It doesn't matter. Wendy's uh, yeah. fine. 
it's fine. I think I think the Beatles. PJ, do you band. remember that this is the next song? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Oh yeah, no. Uh, what? Very generic, obviously. Also, everything they're singing about was like five years ago. Yeah. I think people remember. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I. Th- I was thinking. I was like, "What are you? T- like it's this like, happened a year before." If they had done this in like their '70s comeback, like okay, kind it would have made more sense. But, but no, this was like, yeah, this is literally happening right now. What are you yeah, talking? Yeah, like Chuck they, Berry they, stopped playing music. Never. He's still yeah. a big, you know. Like, they, and they talk about Chuck Berry, which is funny because they'd been sued before this by Chuck Berry. Yeah. Maybe this was like an apology, but I don't know. But also, it's like they did a Chuck Berry riff on one of the songs. I you'll you'll love this. Yes, yeah, Surfing USA, I think, was Surfing a Chuck USA. Berry song. That no, they no, no, just but like they did a riff on one of these two albums that was oh, a Chuck fun, Berry fun, riff. Oh, Fun, 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 I think. Yeah. Doesn't that have I think the Chuck Berry? Yeah, I think yeah. that guitar line is Which Chuck is Berry. so funny that they're still just kind of ripping him off. Uh, so this is from Andy Paley, who's like a rock historian guy yeah. who's quoted in these liner notes a bunch. You will love this. His quote, Do you remember has one of the greatest grooves on drum and bass I've ever heard. What? So I read that and pulled it back up and was like, yeah, it's just like a walking bass line and a 4-4 drum beat. I don't understand (laughs) what you're talking about, Andy. Maybe his favorite band is Andy Williams. (laughs) And that's why he's like, this is groovy. Andy, you don't get to talk about music. No, that guy sucks. He doesn't get to talk about music if this is what he says. That bass lick is one of the coolest. Okay, so at the end of the bridge, after they do the Great Balls of Fire thing, there is a little bass lick, and he says... Quote, one of the coolest things, I can listen to it over and over. I'm not positive Andy Paley has ever heard a different song <laughs> with bass in it. Cause he it's just like, likes the idea of a low guitar. It is a yeah. bass lick, but it is definitely not a interesting, good, good memorable, replayable, nothing like, along those even lines. Even at this point when there wasn't a whole lot of like music to draw from, every it's song used that same pretty, bass line. It's yeah. still pretty bad. All right, so now we have the creepiest song the Beach Boys have recorded Ooh, yet. Yeah. Girls on the Beach. Ooh, yeah. Gotta love the first lyrics in this. I just like how easy to chase they are. <laughs> they can't run on that sand real good. That's right. They're all within reach, PJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate that it's a <laughs> slow song, too. On the beach, you'll find them there. You couldn't even make that in order. They have to use no. Yoda speak to get across their message. My thought is that at this point, everybody stopped giving a shit about the like beach and surf songs. So they were just like, I don't know. Write one about mm, sexual assault. Yeah, what does they're all within reach mean? Does it mean like if you chase them, you could catch them? <laughs> or does it mean if you're on the beach, there are so many girls, you could just reach out and touch one without trying? Either what do one. they mean by that? Or do they mean we're all somewhat good looking enough and they are all bad looking enough that we could quote unquote like get them. them as like yeah. a girlfriend? But like, none of those make sense. They're and all so I choose to believe equally creepy. that they're just chasing women around the beach. Uh, that's what I thought too. I hate Dennis, this song. I Dennis is trying to it. surf and the rest of them are like, fuck this, we're just gonna yeah. chase women around. They're 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 trying to Although good Dennis vocal here. It's a fine Dennis vocal. No, it's good because it's again, it's just him doing the mic thing, but with like an edge to it, yeah. which it makes all the difference. 
I mean, if he's singing when he's on that surfboard, he's getting all these uh, all these girls on the beach. All right. Uh, let's skip that song and forget it ever happened. That's down there with 10 Little Indians in terms yeah. of let's just not touch uh, it. Super creepy. Drive in. This sounds like a B-52 song at one point. This this is a B-52's part. Just talking during... Are they using goddamn sleigh bells? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. We're full on into Brian being a weirdo producer at this point. Sleigh bells are just such a weird thing to hear on not Christmas songs. Brian loves them. It'll I, be all I over know. the Beach Boys yeah. for a few years here. Um, This is a surprisingly great song. Like, if the lyrics were almost anything else except creeping out girls at the beach, I would. this, this is would be like an all-timer yeah. song. Like, if this were just some... If the lyrics were just normal and not yeah. like teenage lyrics... This would yeah. be a really great song. And that was something. This is just them, like, throwing a Hail Mary and trying to relate to teens again. Yeah, right. Just like, what's cool Because they're all Drive out of high school cool. at this yeah. point. And, like, yeah. what's great is that there's a lyric about him having to spend a bunch of money on concessions. Yeah. And it lists, about a hamburger okay, stand. Okay, so I need a large popcorn. Great. A large Coke. Great. And a bunch of chili dogs. <laughs> and the whole song is about him making out with his girlfriend. After eating who, a big old chili Yeah, who, when they're going to a movie just to make out slash maybe bone, <laughs> his girlfriend chili. needs, like, a sack of chili dogs. <laughs> That's what he calls Excuse his penis. Excuse me. Uh, suck down on this chili dog. We're here dog. to watch this movie. We need a popcorn, a Coke, 12 chili dogs, please. <laughs> oh, that'll be uh, $7. Shit. God, my dad Brian, only, my Brian, dad you have and... to get those chili dogs, Brian. I'm not going to have sex with you unless I eat a bunch of chili dogs first. <laughs> Just eat a baker's <laughs> dozen of chili dogs? No thanks, pal. Brian, I need to fart before we... <laughs> before we... Bug. I need all the protein. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> what? Why the hell? Like, God damn it. Also, there's some mention of, like, the guy in white, which I have to assume is a very specific reference to an employee of the drive-in who would wear yeah. white, but does not translate at all to 2018. Yeah. <laughs> that, Where that... it just sounds really creepy. It sounds like... It sounds like a Twin Peaks character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shows up and is, like, creeping outside their window <laughs> while he's trying to make out. Oh, man. Brian just oh loves hot dogs. <laughs> How many chili dogs do two people need? Before making out, like, how much money is that costing him, really, that he's that whiny about it? Jesus. Well, I mean, we did the math earlier on this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the drive-in blows. But it's surprisingly, the again, the lyrics just blow. It's like that Surf and Moon song, Surfer Moon, where it's like, that would be an incredible song if you just weren't singing about what you were singing about. Yeah. And same with drive-in. I actually, like... So this this is one of the best album liner note notes we have yet. Is that the reason like this song I was like it's weirdly catchy but I don't know why. So this is from the same guy. This is from Andy the dickhead who we aren't paying attention to anymore because he's a weirdo who thinks a simple walking baseline is yeah. amazing. But I, I'd love to meet that guy. But Andy, he everything is astounding. Shake his hand. He look was, him in the yeah. eye. Tell him you don't know what good bass is. 
first of all. You just play him some, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he's like, what is that instrument they're playing? Yeah, you're right. PJ, Red Hot Chili Peppers is the premier example of great bass playing. I was just talking about any other bass playing. Sure. That wasn't this. I mean, I was going to go, like, an analog 60s band and just go, you know, maybe listen to any Beatles song, and you'll hear amazing okay. bass playing. I. I was just trying to think of a band also, that like, has a basis like, that everybody bad. knows. It's just that bass line itself it's, is it's not boring. in and of itself yeah. good. Yeah, anyway. Forget so, I said that thing about the Red Hot Chili. That was a goof I was doing. That's funny. Thank you. That beer is really foaming. Okay. Uh, so Andy says a typical progression from this song, like it's a 12-bar blues, yeah. and it's in F, so you would go from F to D minor for the change, right? Yeah. But in this one, it goes F to D7. Oh. Which is why it sounds so good, like, in this part. Um, where is it? Here we go. I mean... Okay, this part. We're going to get to it in just a second, and I'll show you. And then it, this part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, it's so much like it's on that seventh key I instead do, of the minor key. I do like that horn And that it comes sounds in too. so much better, that drop. Yeah. And so, like, I actually kind of dig his comment about that because it's like, he's like, at the time, he remembers hearing it. This is the guy who was saying on Little Deuce Coop yeah. how, like, a lot of people criticized their lyrics, but I was just listening to the production. Yeah. So, aside from the baseline thing, I think I dig his his input. I mean, it, it, but it, it, he's it, saying, it this like, must be when Brian started, you know, experimenting with weird chord changes. Because you'll yeah. hear that a lot later. Well, yeah. Well, in these two records, and this one's there's not, a lot of stuff yeah. where it's like they're changing yeah. keys for essentially well, and, no reason. And it's not uninteresting in this song, but mm. it, it's it becomes I mean, it's, more it's interesting It's basically they're later. just taking the 12-bar blues thing and making it more interesting yeah. by changing the chord changes. But he's like... To I, be fair, every band was trying that at the same... Like, this time. Okay. True. Well... So now bands. we're to the best song on the record, our favorite recording session. This is the one you hate and I love. We're just going to let it play for a couple seconds. Yeah. Okay, boys. Take one. Danny and the junior set at groove. Strike him. Shoot. I should? You won't know what's us and what's them. God, they're such fucking nerds. Let's over. Let's overdub a little... That's Brian. Fuck no. And Mike's like, I'm just kidding. And Brian says, no. And he is red in the face. <laughs> he is about to kick Mike out of this goddamn studio. And Mike's going, I'm just messing around, man. I'm, I'm not I'm, actually going to do I'm it. Sorry. Are you a and brother? Brian has a, You're a stranglehold against him. <laughs> he has him by the collar. <laughs> Brian is so upset. He throws Mike onto the piano. It starts hitting him. How about we record that, bitch? No. No finger pops. No. But then now they're just best friends again. I love how genuinely sad he sounds. In a second. It's his tie thing. It's his tie thing. Also, we have to assume it's a tie bar. What other tie thing would you would you be able to break? A hair tie. They were all putting their hair up in ponytails. <laughs> yes, they were. They were doing the Wesley. I don't know, man. It's got to be a tie bar. It's got for be ninety-nine a tie bar. cent. Like, unless it's a tie pin, but then you don't like take off a tie pin. Why ever. the fuck are they wearing ties in the studio? Well, they were good boys. Yeah, that's a good point. Just like dogs, they were all good boys. My, <laughs> my thing is, 
if you listen to their like funny like little mishap recordings on this one, and then you listen to the Beatles, these guys are such fucking nerds. Well, which Beatles ones are you talking about? Um, like, like from Let It Be, right? Yeah, like Get Back. Like yeah, okay. Sweet Loretta. So I mean, fuck off, because all the Beatles were like twenty nine and insanely cynical at that point. And these guys were still like 23 and like, holy shit, we're a rock band. They're still at this fucking point. nerds, though. Yeah, but they were nerds Except for the good reason. Like, oh, that was his. Like, yes, by 19, <laughs> by 1968, if you recorded the Beach Boys in the studio, it probably would have just been dead silent. Yeah. Until Carl was like, uh, so should we record a song? And then Dennis goes, fuck off. Can, can we go and home? Then Brian, and then Brian's And then they're like, like I need yeah, the cellos. Exactly. Like, that would have been the recording from that era. I just, I just like, so just no, no, no. hearing like, I don't, but like the old, I was just comparing it to of the time. So like the sixties, generally speaking, like the Beatles having done that. And but hearing PJ, that. I don't want to shit all over your premise, but for those of us who lived through it, like me, yeah, like you, 1969 was basically nice. a whole different world from 1964, man. You wouldn't believe how quickly the world changed during that time. So I, I mean, I wrote, or I think that these are really interesting. These studio things that we're gonna hear. Well, but have you that we heard in the to... last record and this record, and that we're gonna hear over their 1965 records? I think they're really interesting. Mostly not because like the content is particularly interesting. It sounds very staged, even if it's not. Oh yeah, the first one was definitely the all first scripted. one's definitely staged. Yeah. This second one, I actually think might have been too. I think so. Yeah. Well, no, I think the tie thing. Maybe that one sounded yeah. like, oh, you broke his tie. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> it's mostly interesting just because no one did this until, like, that 1969-70 era when the Beatles did it. Well, like... And so the fact that they were to, doing this if you listen to is anthology, just interesting like, at all. The mistakes on anthology, the Beatles anthology, you'll hear recordings that yeah. they didn't put out at the time. Okay, great. But they didn't put them out at the time. They didn't put I'm them out saying at the time. as, like, an album track in 1964, this was insanely unique. I have unique. to imagine. But them thinking that this was funny... Enough to put on an album is like, ugh. Okay, so or scripting the first one. Here's and be, I don't know. where I don't get it. I don't think it's bad. Here, Peter, I don't think it's bad. I just think they're fucking nerds. Okay, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying it is, to me, a super cool Fuck thing you, Peter. to put. It's a cool thing to put on a record at the time when no one else was doing this. I mean, I think it's a very interesting, cool thing for them to throw on. However... As the second to last track, yeah, great. As the fourth track on the last one, no nope. way, yeah. But like they get it right on later record. Like I think from here on out, they're all like later album cuts where they just yeah. do like a five minute. And like this was bad. Dicking around, I was entertained I by it. Yeah. but I was just like, these guys are such fucking nerds. But I think part of that was uh, so part that of that is boys. that they were nerds yeah. and that they were all good boys, just like dogs. Yeah. They also they all went to they studio. also all went to heaven just yeah. like dogs. Yeah, but I like the part of it is that they were. Uh, thank you. Part of it is that they were good boys. No, I mean but the then, second all dogs go to heaven. Oh, it's not as scary. I don't. And it's got Charlie Sheen I've never instead seen, of Burt Reynolds. I've never seen either. Of them. Well, in the second one, is it all dogs go to hell? Yeah, <laughs> it's the first one is all dogs go to heaven. The second one is some dogs go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about the naughty dogs. Yes, it's, it's, you're a bad. boy. It was made by the Catholic Church. <laughs> it was. <laughs> So, but, um, part of it is that they're nerdy, but then part of it is that I think they like purposely only took the parts with them being like, quote unquote, 
like nice boys in the Goofy suit, you know. No, and I get like, that. for all I know, they could have been like dickheads at this. Point. But so I, I by guess... 1966, 67, they were definitely like assholes to each other in the studio, yeah. and there is recorded evidence of that. So at this point, they might have still been. Like Murray, at some yeah. point, showed up during a recording session next at later this year to like try and convince them to make him the manager again. And they had to refuse him. And, like, all of that is taped, apparently. Mm. And so, like, stuff like that happened. But in terms of releasing it on the record at the time, they're mm-hmm. releasing the ones that make them sound like cute boys that your mother could like. Because that was yeah. their market. Oh, that's what I wanted to say earlier about Denny's drums and uh, Carl's Big Chance. Sure. Love that they're throwing their names in there. <laughs> like, they just need to get those on the Carl's album. Carl's Big Chance would be an amazing name for, like, a short film. <laughs> or, like, a children's book. Yeah. So the last song on the record is Don't Back Down. <laughs> this is the opposite of Tom Petty's song. Oh, wait, no, it'd be the same thing. This song's fine. I thought it had a cool intro and then everything was downhill from the intro. It's just very generic. Yeah, we're done with this one. So, Beach Boys, Conspiracy Theorists. So, at the end of this year, Brian has his first, like, mental breakdown. Yeah. Where he, like, has serious depression and becomes a recluse for a couple weeks. And, Good. like, people don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah. And so, apparently, well, on the cover of this record, this song was called Don't Break Down. And so, there's, yeah. like, Beach Boys. <laughs> conspiracy Theory is not exactly the right word. But there's, like, Beach Boys fans who believe that, like, he meant this song to be a song about, like, don't break down. Yeah. And a, like, don't succumb to your mental health And that's why he threw it last health on problems. the album. Yeah. But then they, like, changed the lyrics at the last minute to be about surfing so that it wasn't obvious that he was, you know, yeah. going insane. I mean, no, they didn't because they were done with surf songs. Well, well after this record, yeah. PJ, this You're is the right. last record. So that song is fine. I It was just really generic. I am surprised. I'm very surprised that I thought that song – that that record was worse than Shutdown Volume 2. Because before we started recording, you thought it was better? Yes, actually. Yeah. Like, I listened to this song, no. or to this album, like, six or seven times. I listened to Shutdown, like, three times. Shut just down. because I kept being like, all summer long, it's so good. But Shut, Shutdown is better. Shutdown is way better, I would say. So what would you give this one? A three. Yeah. If 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 we're if we're doing decimals, if we're doing halves, no, we're not. We're, we're not. only doing whole numbers. I would want to give it a two point five, but I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Wait. Um, so what are you giving it then? A I, two or a three? I'll give it a three. But um, you have to choose a two or a three. Yeah, I'll give it a maybe a seven. No, but you have to choose a two or a three. Oh, if you're two. going with two point five. Yeah, two. Let's go two. No option. Oh, okay. But you said three just now. Yeah, maybe three. Okay, but oh, two point five. Two point five. Wait, can I do a two point five, Peter? But it has to be a two or a three, a whole number. It's like Doc Martens. We don't do half sizes. <laughs> I didn't know that. That was a that's thing. a reference for everyone out there who has ever shopped for Doc Martens boots, famous footwear brand. I'm not they a lesbian in the nineties. Don't do half sizes. <laughs> no, You're not wrong. Doc You're also not uh, Kurt Vile. Nope. Um, Courtney Kurt Cobain. Barnett. Yeah. Okay. Didn't he Whoa. wear Doc Martens, or am I totally wrong? He probably did. Curtin Courtney. That's two Curtin Courtney's. No, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Doc Martens and a flannel and, like, old Levi's were the uniform of grunge. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. They'd have holes in them, and then you couldn't play the guitar well. Right. That was, like, the whole thing about grunge. Yeah. yeah. I kind of agree with you. It's, like, it's actually a step back from Shutdown Volume 2, which is really surprising. No, I, th- I didn't like Pro- this album Production-wise, I think it's about even – like Brian is still doing some really cool production stuff. And like, yeah. I hear, 
I pet hear sounds peeking through exactly, throughout yeah. these albums, which is awesome, well, honestly, I, to hear. And that's that's why but I think I like the first one so the much. The songs just yeah. aren't as good well, on this, all the, summer long. Exactly. The second song, you can definitely hear, like, this. that could have been on Don't worry, sounds. baby. Don't worry, baby. Could have been from been any sounds. Beach Boys era. It's it was, so good. It was good. Yeah. Um, and then this one, you can hear it. Like, you can hear him playing with stuff. So it's like he wrote that There's some one, interesting one, moments, yeah. but... There's not like any. Yeah. There's honestly almost not even any one song that's that good. No. It's, Except get around. It's. I get around is. Really I get good. around is good. It's like he wrote um, um that first album. Al- what was the first album called? The very first album. No, volume two. No, uh, the very first. The very first record they recorded was called Surf and Safari. PJ. What, what was that? Hey, I don't want to be a huge dick here, but put your phone away <laughs> i was trying to look up what the album was called what is no, you album? weren't what was that album called it was called surf and safari that was our first no, record the first album we listened to today the first album we listened to today yeah well technically because i opened the podcast with our favorite recording session it was all summer long okay go fuck yourself for a second and then shut down volume two bitch. shut down okay i couldn't think of the word shut we down. just talked about it well, i know and you said it and then i forgot it immediately shut down this is what happens when you have your laptop in front of you but don't do anything with it well, I'm recording on my laptop. Sure. Lord knows Google Chrome and Record can't. <laughs> yeah, my app same. Record. <laughs> you fucking imbecile. We're sponsored this episode by the app Record. <laughs> we record. Record anything you want. Just press Record. That's Record. A better way to record. Don't call it Record, you assholes. <laughs> It's not a record club. It's record. You fucking idiots. Uh, no, uh, that I already forgot the name of it. Get bent volume two. What was it? Shut down, Shut volume, down volume two. two. PJ. Shut God down volume damn. two. Was really good. And it was good. I don't However, even remember what I was going to say about it. It doesn't now. matter. Have there been any records so far? I need to turn us down. Cause at this point we're just both yelling. That's fine. <laughs> That's all I do the whole that's I've been yelling this whole time. I've been yelling this whole time. You're turning me up. <laughs> I haven't turned you down or up. Oh well you my yelling makes a big difference. Louder, what? What? So um Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you think you're <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Um when you get the volume in the cans, go ahead. Are there any are there any pop 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 popcorn? Pop popcorn. Pop Popcorn. Are there any popcorn moments on this record? No. Are there any records that we've listened to so far that you would voluntarily re-listen to just for fun? Not albums. No. Nope. I, I, I wouldn't want to listen to... Not even Shut Down Volume 2. No, not even that one. Because I don't like most of the songs on it. Yeah, after those first two, it gets pretty bad. Yeah. No. Which is impressive at how good those are. I do I do love the first two songs. Fun, fun, fun. They basically make it's it a fine. 5 out yeah. of 10. Like the yeah. rest of the songs drag it down from 10 out of 10 to 5. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> those first two songs, one o slash one o. If you're gonna type it out, and backslash I certainly would not forward slash. To... Excuse me, forward slash. Oh my god, yeah. we're gonna get a lot of shit from our listeners about that. Forward slash, Holy guys. It's forward slash. Bad. Um, no, there's so there are no albums I would listen to voluntarily again. I don't think any of them are good albums yet. No, that's true. You're right about that. The fact that the highest we've given one is five out of ten, and it's like we are just amazed by the yeah, fact that it's, that a, it's five. a five out of ten. And I think that's pretty accurate too. So here's the deal. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna take longer from here on out because I realized. Excuse me. We we're planning on doing all of 1965 in one episode. Yeah. The 1965 albums. I don't want to spoil anything for PJ or the listeners. They're like legitimately very good. 
Okay. And I feel like it, it could benefit from breaking that up into a couple of episodes. And that's fine by me. Because I mean, they're like, they start being like, Beach Boys Party might actually be a full on, like, good record from back to front, which is amazing for them. And so far. And actually, same with Beach Boys Today. And same with Summer. It, like, so anyway. If there's so a lot we're going to gonna probably about, slow down yeah. from here on out just because, like, we don't have to just straight up skip songs because they're shitty anymore. So anyway, um, we're probably going to talk about other stuff soon. We're not going to say because we're going to release these out of order. I'm realizing when I try and preview our new. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening to the beach boys, boys, PJ, do you have any final thoughts on the beach boys this week? No, you don't. That's great. That's fine with me. No, no, no. You're good. We're done. All right. So this is the end of the episode. We will see you next time. These are the Beach Boys boys, and these are the Beach Boys, and we are the boys who talk about the Beach Boys boys. Peter's been your your pilot on this journey that is the Beach Boys. We're done. The song is playing. The exit song is on. And I have been your navigator. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.